Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Luke, chapter 22. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus, for his willingness to suffer and die for us, to do your will. We pray that we would be strong for you, willing to serve you, to do your will. Even when it's hard, we need your strength. Pray this through Jesus. Amen. Luke 22. Now the feast of unleavened bread, which is called Passover, was drawing near, and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how they could destroy him, because they were afraid of the people. And Satan entered into Judas, one called Iscariot, who was of the number of the twelve. And he went away and discussed with the chief priests and officers of the temple guard how he could betray him to them. And they were delighted and came to an agreement with him to give him money. And he agreed and began looking for a favorable opportunity to betray him to them apart from the crowd. And the day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread came, on which it was necessary for the Passover lamb to be sacrificed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us so that we may eat it. So they said to him, Where do you want us to prepare it? And he said to them, Behold, when you have entered into the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house which he enters, and you will say to the master of the house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large furnished upstairs room. Make preparations there. So they went and found everything just as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover. And when the hour came, he reclined at the table, and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you that I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took in hand a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I tell you, from now on I will not drink of the product of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, the cup, after they had eaten, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But behold, the hand of the one who is betraying me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man is going according to what has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to debate with one another who then of them it could be who was going to do this. And a dispute also occurred among them as to which of them was recognized as being greatest. So he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those who have authority over them are called benefactors. But you are not to be like this. But the one who is greatest among you must become like the youngest, and the one who leads like the one who serves. For who is greater? The one who reclines at the table, or the one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at the table? But I am in your midst as the one who serves. And you are the ones who have remained with me in my trials, and I confer on you a kingdom, just as my Father conferred on me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith may not fail. And you, 
when once you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. And he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow today until you have denied three times that you know me. And he said to them, When I sent you out without a money bag and a traveler's bag and sandals, you did not lack anything, did you? And they said, Nothing. And he said to them, But now the one who has a money bag must take it, and likewise a traveler's bag. And the one who does not have a sword must sell his cloak and buy one. For I tell you this, that is written must be fulfilled in me. And he was counted with the criminals. For indeed, what is written about me is being fulfilled. So they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said to them, It is adequate. And he went away and proceeded according to his custom to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples also followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and knelt down and began to pray, saying, Father, if you are willing, take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And an angel from heaven appeared to him, strengthening him. And being in anguish, he began praying more fervently, and his sweat became like drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he got up from the prayer and came to the disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you will not enter into temptation. While he was still speaking, behold, there came a crowd, and the one named Judas, one of the twelve, leading them. And he approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? And when those around him saw what was about to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with the sword? And a certain one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus answered and said, Stop, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. And Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders who had come out against him, Have you come out with swords and clubs? As against a robber? Every day I was with you in the temple courts. You did not stretch out your hands against me. But this is your hour and the domain of darkness. And they arrested him and led him away and brought him into the house of the high priest. But Peter was following at a distance. And when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down among them. And a certain female slave, seeing him sitting in the light and looking intently at him, said, This man also was with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And after a short time, another person saw him and said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after about an hour had passed, someone else was insisting, saying, In truth, this man also was with him, because he is also a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, a rooster crowed. And the Lord turned around and looked intently at Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he said to him, Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. And the men who were guarding him began to mock him while they beat him. And after blindfolding him, they repeatedly asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is the one who struck you? And they were saying many other things against him, reviling him. And when day came, the council of elders of the people gathered, 
both chief priests and scribes, and they led him away to their Sanhedrin, saying, If you are the Christ, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will never believe, and if I ask you, you will never answer. But from now on the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. So they all said, Are you then the Son of God? And he said to them, You say that I am. And they said, Why do we have need of further testimony? For we ourselves have heard it from his mouth. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. The chief priests wanted to get rid of Jesus, but they didn't want to take him in front of the people because it would cause a riot. Judas steps up and solves the problem for them by offering to hand Jesus over to them, away from the crowd, for a price. Everything comes together at the Passover. Of course, this was God's plan. The Passover was foreshadowing Jesus, the Lamb of God. Jesus gives instructions to his disciples to prepare the Passover in a way that Judas wouldn't know ahead of time where it would be, so that they could have the meal in peace. During the Passover, Jesus gives special significance to the bread and the cup of wine. He says that the bread is his body. He says that the cup is his blood. Jewish tradition was to have four cups of wine throughout the meal, and scholars think that it was the third cup that Jesus used for the special significance. Luke records another of the cups before the bread in verse 17. We know they would also have a lamb at the Passover, That would symbolize Jesus, the Lamb of God, that takes away the sin of the world. They would also have bitter herbs, probably pointing to the suffering of Jesus. Jesus says that one of them would betray him. They debated who that would be, and that debate seems to lead into a debate as to which of them is the greatest. Jesus says the greatest will be the one who serves. But Jesus says they will sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Jesus says that Satan has demanded to sift Peter like wheat. Peter says he will go with Jesus to prison and death, but Jesus knows that Peter will deny him three times that night. Jesus tells them that they will need to take provisions when they go out preaching in the future because they will not be welcomed like they were when they went out preaching earlier. Jesus includes a sword in his list of provisions, And they jump on this, but it seems they miss what Jesus was really trying to say. Verse 38. So they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said to them, It is adequate. They got to the Mount of Olives as usual. So Judas would be able to find Jesus to betray him now. Jesus tells them to pray that you will not enter into temptation. Jesus prayed in verse 42, saying, Father, if you are willing... Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. The disciples slept. Judas shows up and betrays Jesus with a kiss. One of the disciples swings his sword and takes off the right ear of a slave of the high priest. John tells us that this disciple was Peter. Jesus heals the servant's ear. Luke is the only one who includes the part about Jesus healing the servant who was there to help arrest Jesus. Jesus rebukes those arresting him for coming by night instead of being willing to arrest him by daylight when he was teaching in the temple. They take Jesus, and as Jesus said, Peter denies Jesus three times. Luke adds that after the third time, Jesus looked straight at Peter. Peter went out and wept. 
The guards beat Jesus and mock him. Then in the morning, they gather the Sanhedrin first thing for the official trial to find Jesus guilty of blasphemy for saying that he is the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus also tells them that he is the Son of Man from Daniel chapter 7. And now for a deeper dive. Luke tells us that Satan entered into Judas. Does that mean that Judas was not culpable for his action? Clearly he was. Jesus said it would have been better for that man if he had not been born in Mark chapter 14 verse 21. John tells us that Judas was a thief and used to steal from the money box in John 12:6. So my thought is that Judas was already serving Satan and Satan just decides it's time to call him up and make use of him. Satan gets another mention when Jesus says that Satan has demanded to sift Peter like wheat. With Satan so strong and against us, what can we do? Jesus tells them to pray that they not enter into temptation. Jesus prayed and stayed strong. The disciples slept and failed. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.